When I say the word hope, hope, what does it mean to you? I know different things give different people hope, and I believe that hope can impact the way you approach living, especially, and oftentimes, I think, in some challenging times. Did you know that there is a hope research unit at the University of Alberta, and it's the only one in the world dedicated to the study of hope? I didn't until just recently, and I wanted to find out more with Dr. Rebecca Hudson-Brain, who's a psychologist. She's been working with Hope Study Central for several years. Doctor, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you so much for having me. So the uh, unit uh, just marked, what, uh, thirty the 30th anniversary, and I hadn't heard about this until just recently. How did it start? Tell me some history about it. Yeah, it's a really interesting history. I think it's such um, such a fascinating part of Edmonton, really, that there has been such a long history of hope research and hope work in the community here. So it first began as the Hope Foundation um, back in 1992 with Dr. Rana Jevney, who is a pro- was a professor at the university um, at the time and is still very active in hope research in the community. And um, she founded um, the Hope Hope Foundation with. Other interested community members um, who were really curious about how to apply hope. So there has been a very long history of hope research about how to define hope and uh, you know measure it and figuring out what it is. But they were really focused on what do we do to become more hopeful. And so that's really how the work at the, the Hope Foundation started. And then over the years, it's um, changed in, and, and become Hope Studies Central, which is in the faculty of education here at the U of A. All right. Uh, very, very interesting. So um, how do you define hope? Well, I think one of the the definitions that I, I really appreciate has come out of the Hope Foundation and Hope Studies Central, and that's from Dr. Rana Jevney and Wendy Eady, and they say that hope is the ability to envision a future we want to be a part of. So that ability to look into the future and see a good life for ourselves, and I, I like that definition. Um, there's many other academic definitions mm-hmm. as well, um, but it also really speaks to the fact that hope is such a personal thing. Like as you said in your introduction, it means different things. To different people but we all sort of have our own understanding of hope it's not a a term that is you know a psychological jargon sort of term we all have an understanding of what it means to ourselves so you talk about you know originally kind of looking to define hope and to measure hope Um, how does one measure hope well, there's many different ways of, of measuring hope, and some of the work that I've been doing with Dr. Denise Larson over the past few years is really looking at, um, like, learning from people about how they define hope themselves. And so we're measuring it by the ways that they describe it. Um, so, for example, working with little children, um, measuring their hope by how they're talking about it and how they're depicting it and how they're sharing it with each other. Um, for example, going out and um, doing a hope scavenger hunt and looking for examples of hope in their community so that they bring that data back to their classrooms for example and we talk about that and and learn more about hope in in those sort of more qualitative ways but there's also uh, you know measures and inventories that we can use to kind of get ratings of hope um, depending on again how you're defining it dr rebecca hudson breen joining me this afternoon dr Bre- hudson breen is a psychologist and uh, works with Hope Study Central and 
Do you find that, or has your research found that people turn to hope, cling to hope, talk about hope, think about hope more, you know, in, in challenging times of their life? Yeah, it's, it's really interesting um, that certainly that's been my experience um, in the years that I've been here. I've only been here at the U of A for uh, just over five years. And so my, my work with Hope Studies Central has really coincided with the pandemic. And certainly we have seen no shortage of interest in hope. Um, and I think, you know, that's, that's part of what led to the foundation uh, of the Hope Foundation um, was that um, people really talk about hope and where hope is in their lives in those difficult times. And we do go looking for hope when we're we're met with challenges, or we can become really aware of how it's missing um, in, in challenging times. And then there's that opportunity to go looking for it and figuring out what can we do to, you know, um, because the research definitely shows us that there are concrete things that we can do to learn, to be more hopeful, and to um, in, enhance our ability to, to feel hopeful uh, in the face of challenging times. Do you do you find that people carry hope when not in challenging times? I mean, is it something that plays around in in your head? I, I mean, are people aware of hope outside of challenging times? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think that um, when we start to talk about hope with people, um, certainly, as I said, like it's something that we all have sort of our own understanding of and different, like we'll have different relationships with the concept of hope. Um, I think it's it's one of those things that is always there, but we may, may be more or less aware of it depending on the circumstances. So in, in the end, I mean, what... What do you w want to do? I mean, what is the goal of of the institute then? I mean, you you research hope, you define hope, you you work, you talk about it. But in in the end, I guess what's what's the goal? Well, the research shows that really um, hope is something that we can learn, and when we can increase hope, it has um, immense positive impact on just about anything else. So hope is sort of an umbrella term in a way. It connects to all kinds of things like uh, resiliency, and the research that's been done over the years shows that um, being able to be hopeful in the face of challenges um, really en enhances our ability to hope um, and enhances mood for, for children in schools. It improves um, academic outcomes. It helps us moving forward in our career lives. Um, so the goal is to support people in understanding what, you know, what hope is, being, being able to access it, being able to learn and enhance our hope hmm. because the benefits are just so um, wide rippling. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to tell you a story before I let you go here. I have actually hope uh, tattooed on uh, the, the, the inside of my right wrist. Okay. Wow. So I'm looking at that right now. So it's kind of one of the reasons why I was really interested in, in, uh, in talking to you about this. And I had found that it's a pretty personal story. But after um, my divorce, and uh, you know, in a couple of years after that, I'm try I was trying to find my way and trying to figure out and 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 look forward and trying to figure out what my life was going to be like moving forward and i had hope that i would find happiness again i had hope that i would find love again i had all of these hopes um mm -hmm. about my life and it, it was a really interesting time because a friend of mine gave me a necklace that had hope on a on a medallion 
and uh, and I had just finished reading a couple of books, and the last word in both of those books was hope. <laughs> mm. And then a girlfriend of mine who had gone through incredibly challenging time had a, had her her first daughter. Middle name was Hope. Like I couldn't get away from the word <laughs> hope. It was following yeah. me around, and it, and I couldn't get it out of my head. So I thought, oh, I'll just put it on my skin. And when I look at it, it it's a reminder of that time, and it was really a reminder of and to me now is those goals and those hopes that I had for my life down the road which um have come true right like you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm living that mm-hmm. that life now um all of yeah. those dreams that I had those hopes that I had back you know 2007 2008 are here now and so um hope to me has always been a very very powerful word word but a powerful thing or feeling or belief mm-hmm. whatever it is so um yeah. yeah, I want to thank you for joining me to have the conversation yeah. today. Well, thank you. And I think that's such a beautiful story, and it really illustrates the power of, you know, leaning towards hope and looking out for hope and, and um, how you noticed hope in so many places once you started looking for it and that, that you know, was kind of a light shining. Yeah, it, was, it, yeah. it wasn't even I was yeah. looking for it. It just kind of kept falling onto me. I couldn't get away yeah. from it. So, yeah, really interesting. Thanks uh, for taking time, and thanks for letting us know about this this uh this you know hope study central that has been around for 30 years now right here in the city of edmonton if people want to find out more um where where can they find out more um they can check out the hope study central website um through the university of alberta and um our other research work the sharp smh study that's the strengths hopes and resourcefulness uh, for school mental health work, um, or they can contact me. All right. And I'm always um, happy to talk about Hope or Dr. Denise Larson, who's the director of Hope Study Central. Uh, well, Dr. Hudson-Breen, thanks for joining me this afternoon. appreciate your time. Thanks so much for the invitation. Yeah.